Hello, Johnny. How are you today? Have you been naughty or have you been nice? Oh, oh, oh. So it is our refreshing podcast and I am back joined by Al Thompson who runs Hogmanay for Unique Events and Assembly has joined me. It must have been a good interview last year because you've said yes to do it again Al so welcome back. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me and I can't believe it's been a year and then we're back again uh, ready to talk about Hogmanay. It's great. It is crazy. I mean I remember speaking last year and particularly Al you know it was obviously delayed in terms of coming back last year due to COVID and a couple of issues around the new year time. Was it nice to be back? And I remember saying last year how, you know, these things really come round very quickly and it's in your brain for about six months, in effect, well before the December time kicks in. But are you surprised how fast it's come round again since last year? Yeah, it, it always kind of does catch you by surprise a bit. I think having the events come back and the festival return after um, the COVID years, that I mean, the response was incredible. We sold out all of the events and, and people from all over the world returning to Edinburgh again to come and celebrate at Edinburgh's Hogmanay is just wonderful, you know. And again, the city was just completely alive with music and performance and people are just here wanting to celebrate wanting to get out socialize enjoy themselves but what we do here and what we give people with the music the offering the program of events the fireworks from Edinburgh Castle is recognized globally and and people are back it's it's a great great feeling and again this year it's now about us getting back even bigger we're expanding that program we're doing four days of events this year for Hogmanay it's our 30th anniversary way back in 1993 when we first started the this whole project to think that here we are 30 years later celebrating here in 2023 and again we're still welcoming people all over the country all over Europe and beyond to come to Edinburgh to join this party is such a good feeling. I was at Hogman 8 last year I mean the one terrible thing was the weather was particularly bad last year and we were saying making a joke about you know don't bring your drone but make sure you bring your coat and be honest it was <laughs> apart from that which is obviously something you guys can't control the feel-good atmosphere the fact that the pet shop boys did kind of bring the party back it was lovely to see the city in full swing again despite the fact that everyone had a hood or a brolly up around them and uh... it was weird it was an odd one because a, a wet hogmanay is very rare for us actually and it, it was one that kind of got thrown at us and people are great they come prepared they come ready for that it is it's edinburgh in winter and you know trying to do anything outdoors <laughs> at any time of the year in scotland is always a challenge yeah it threw a wet night at us last year but we're going to keep our fingers crossed for this year but again with pet shop boys last year they were just perfect to come back with that you know that whole evening and it was just that greatest hits event you know and it was great with the fireworks everything around and again 30,000 people at the street party 10,000 people in the gardens it was a really great night but yeah people did have to brave a bit of weather last year <laughs> which is always one of them as residents of Edinburgh and the fact that I've been to many a Hogmanay in the past I can definitely say make sure there's a coat or a brolly in the inside pocket one of those little totes ones the small ones will always keep <laughs> you dry saying this year Al obviously it is bigger it is better Friday 29th the torchlight procession returns it's got a new starting point of the meadows for this year so anyone who's listening who's done this in the past slightly changed in terms of where it starts from but this is a bit of a Hogmanay institution am I right in saying it give or take 15 to 20,000 people it's worth saying helping raise money for Social Bite which is all about combating the homeless situation in and around the city and Scotland as a whole but to have the Torchlight Procession alongside a great message like that I guess you must be proud in the office to box that one off this year I think last year we were really aware and disappointed we were 
weren't able to deliver that, especially with the first year back. But it was just one of those things that wasn't possible. So to, to bring it back this year, it is a beautiful event. It's a really important event for us because it's it's not only starts the four days of celebrations, it puts the spotlight on Edinburgh. 20,000 people we have in the procession. There's another 15, 20,000 people who line the streets to view that. So it's a similar volume of people to the street party, but it's a much different event. It's it's much more kind of reflective and it's a really lovely walking through the old town carrying your flaming torch of being part of that whole community of people who are doing it. It's just a really special environment and this year we're really lucky we're going to bring back the Vikings, a group of the Jarl squad <laughs> from Shetland. <laughs> our friends who we haven't had back since 2016. and So we're bringing down Vikings and again pipe bands and there's this carnival of drummers and fire performers and this year for the very first time we're going to congregate in the Meadows area which is a much better open space for us to have performance, entertain people. But then we're actually going to walk through the old town, but round underneath the back of Edinburgh Castle. So you'll have that as this amazing backdrop, which is the first time that's ever happened in the 30 years that it's ever gone that way. So it'll be a really, really special night. And as you say, we're fundraising for Social Bite. We're going to shine a light on homelessness. And again, not only in Edinburgh, but across Scotland, there's donations from all the torch sales. In fact, ticket sales are across Edinburgh's Hogmanay we're, we're contributing donations from that and fundraising as well so our target for that is to, is to try and raise £75,000 for Social Bite over the whole festival so that's what we're hoping to do. Seeing so many torches lit up it is reflective it's eerie but in a really good way does that make sense am I allowed to say there's, that do you get what I'm saying? There's nothing like 20,000 people carrying flaming torches to make people pay attention to what yeah. they're doing <laughs> and, and walking through the street it's one that we always enjoy doing like I say we haven't produced this event since 2016 so having it come back there's been a lot of interest and we know that our international visitors who are coming have seen these images. You know, these are the things that go around the world on the 29th of December that Edinburgh is starting world celebrations. So it's a really good thing for us to do. And those images and again, the people that become part of that just make it such a great event. Um, yeah. So that's Friday 29th, Saturday 30th. Now, this was something which kind of kicked in to great success last year night of four disco party it's back this year abba or beyond again greatest hits radio coming on board with that which you know they've had a, a storming year with ken bruce signing and what have you so uh, their stock is extremely high it's basically i say a little bit of a party it's a huge party because it's a massive gig masioki involved as well equally mentioned that you've got the hooli at the assembly rooms as well so there's a couple of different events taking place on the 30th as well the Night of Four Disco Party was was a, a new event that was introduced last year and it was really a kind of response to people who were arriving in the city. They wanted to have something, an early celebration. It was a really good way of us kind of getting that party atmosphere started. Bjorn again are coming back to Edinburgh's Hogwarts. This is their third appearance over the last 20 years actually I think it was 2000 might be in their first appearance so we have had them and it's a, it's a nice nod back to our 30th anniversary we can welcome them back to come and do this and it's just going to be a great great party sing-along night and again they are so good at what they do and Masioki are going to do just a 
big kind of greatest hits thing for us as well. And again, anyone that's experienced that kind of big sing-along experience with them, it's fairly chaotic. It's a little bit wild, but everyone, once everyone gets in full voice, it's going to be really fun. And we're expecting about 4,000 people that will come to that on the night. And as you say, greatest hits are helping with that. They're going to host that as well as part of that whole evening. But that's going to get everything kicked off on the 30th. It's going to be amazing. And the Hooli at the assembly rooms, because that's uh, there is so much going on. It's, it is quite hard to summarise in a way, Al, isn't it? Because I actually said before, before we started recording... I was checking just the website again and something else has been added the 29th there's a ho 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 hogmanay isn't there which is kind of a yeah, um, this a is, comedy night it's part of our it's a nod back to our 30 years you know we the assembly rooms on George Street which is a very famous venue a beautiful venue in the city has always played a, a, an important role as part of for Edinburgh's hogmanay and actually it's a return for us to that venue but instead of just doing one night on the 31st we're actually going to do four days of events Starts on the 29th of December with an amazing comedy lineup for Ho Ho Hogmanay, Susie McCabe, Fred McCauley, Larry Dean. So some great, great Scottish comics that are going to be part of that experience. And then on the night of Four Hooli on the 30th, we actually we have Edinburgh's Blue Rose Code, who's doing a Caledonian Soul show with special guests and a full band. There's a really nice array of events that are happening in there. Over the rest of that period of four days, there's family Kayleys, and we're doing a whole live music programme, free live music programme on New Year's Day as part of our first footing event. So that venue is going to be really busy over those four days with just a whole load of different activities happening. And there's a great comedian as well, Manuel Sonobi, who is uh, doing... hosting. This guy is absolutely amazing. He was on Have I Got News For You fairly recently, and he's got like over 10 million views on some of his content online. He's just absolutely brilliant. And he's also absolutely... And I didn't realise this. I actually thought it was a little bit of a joke until I seen him on the telly for the fact that he used to be a bouncer. And (laughs) if you see him, honestly, like um, there was a bit of a gag doing the rounds that now he's a comedian. Rather than chucking people out, he's got to keep them in. Um, But believe you me, if he said you're not going anywhere you would sit down and listen Emmanuel is going to host he's going to MC that whole comedy night for us on the 29th a new introduction of just something else into that programme which will be great so the big one out 31st as we get out of 2023 into 2024 concert in the gardens the street party it's all going off and again this is I mean I think you might have been doing it just for the fact that you were thinking I'll I'll chuck a few things in just to see how close Johnny does his prep before the interview so again when I checked it was just pulp now hot chip of being added to the lineup. Tell us about the main headliner, Al, because this is going to be fantastic. 9pm, it all kicks off in the gardens and on the street party and headlining it is. The wonderful, over to you. We are very pleased to have Pulp joining us. 90s icons, Pulp, who are going to be providing that soundtrack for the whole city centre. So we'll have 10,000 people in the concert, but also the people in the street party won't miss out this year because we're going to relay that to the street so that there's just one massive big soundtrack that goes throughout that whole thing. But Pulp, we were really lucky to be able to approach them and let them know what we were trying to do at Hogmanay. It thankfully fitted with plans that they they were interested and we were able to make it happen so first time we've ever had them as part of Edinburgh's Hogmanay and I think it'll be a really special night because they really are just one of those great UK bands and have got so many tunes. 90s icons you think of Oasis, Blur, Pulp, that kind of Britpop sound, particularly obviously they can turn Disco 2000 into Disco 2024 I'm sure that's gone through the producer's mind if not I'm willing to hold up a sign and suggest (laughs) it and see how we get on. Hot 
YouTube as well, which are a great support, uh, which is going to be amazing. The midnight moment, Al, this is the, the stop down moment for anything. When the fireworks go off, I assume it's just, I say the same as normal, but that is the best part of 10 to 15 minutes of non-stop fireworks at the top of Edinburgh Castle. For me, it doesn't really get anything better than that. Same as usual then. Yeah, same old. No, it's it's <laughs> it's uh, it's just amazing. It's such a special thing to do. I mean, we have a 10-minute midnight moment that we produce. Again, the countdown to midnight, kind of whipping up that frenzy of excitement, which is great. And we've got Susie McCabe is actually, she's hosting again, who did last year. And she's going to emcee that whole evening for us in the gardens as well. So she'll be coordinating that countdown we get everybody involved in that. The fireworks, obviously, from the castle. This year, we'll be creating a special soundtrack to nod back to our 30 years of Edinburgh's Hogmanay. So there'll be a lot of old favourite tunes in there and friends of Hogmanay that have performed over the years. This year, an increase. So we're up to 50,000 people we'll have in the city centre that are part of that whole moment. All those people who've experienced that before that are coming back to be part of that know what they are going to get. Anyone who is visiting for the first time, they're going to be blown away. That's what it's all about and what I love is the stop down and the fact that you will have just before that midnight moment everything has a stop down you go into that brief period of fireworks for the best part of 15-20 minutes or so and then obviously the party kicks back in for the remaining 40 minutes or so and I think that's just so cool as an artist if I was Paul and Jarvis Cocker to kind of go, oh, okay, I've got to interrupt my set, that's fine. But to actually know what you're going to do as the last song someone's going to hear in 2023 and then how you're going to bring in 2024 sort of 15 minutes into the new year, that for me, I think is, it's unique really. I, I can't really think of anybody else who does it like that. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it's really good for the bands. I think it's a really big selling point of getting them on board as well because not only are they, as you say, they're the last show of the year, but the first of the new year. They get to have that moment with friends, family. They're right underneath the fireworks. They get to have a drink at the back of the stage, toast the new year, give everyone a kiss back on stage and then do a blasting a final 40 minute set just to, to get everything there. It's, it's a really great way to do it. And again, the bands, I think, enjoy it as much, if not more than everybody else. You like to put on a party with Unique and Assembly as part of Hogmanay and Christmas, Edinburgh's Christmas. There is a real good family feel to a lot of this on the 31st as well. There's a mass Sioki silent disco, of course, the candlelit concert, which took on a whole meaning last year due to the passing of the Queen at St. Giles obviously the street party as well what we've mentioned so there is a hell of a lot going on for those who might want to get involved with something before that kind of nine o'clock cutoff mark yeah it's hard to remember because you know things get maybe lost amongst the big headliners and all those things that are happening but the street party itself for this year we're going to have 40,000 people in in the street just for that event and we've actually created three new zones of entertainment that will allow people to explore the city centre they can go to our new tartan zone where there'll be a Cayley to start that off and then it's followed by amazing Scottish bands in Canaris Quintet and Elephant Sessions so that's going to be a big kind of hoolie that'll be happening down on Waverley Bridge Silent Adventure are our hosts of the silent disco that's going to take place and that's 4,000 people as well that can take part in that in another area but this year we're opening up a section of East Gardens which has the fun fair rides and markets all the food and drink that are in there in the main section of Princess Street we're going to relay that whole hot chip DJ set pulp soundtrack in there with a whole light show so there's now all of these things we've got promenading street theatre we've got these amazing LED drummers called Spark returning and 
lots of other performers that will just be there. So from nine o'clock, once that entertainment starts, there will be things to do all around that city centre for people to enjoy. Every corner of whatever side you're coming into the city, you will notice something on the way in or on the way out. Discounts for EH postcodes is always something worth looking into. So if you're listening to this in and around the Edinburgh postcode, it's well worth having a little look in there because you can get some discounted entry. Full details, edinburghhogmanay.com on Insta and X. It's at Ed Hogmanay for all the events. And honestly, genuinely, things are getting added. I'm not just saying that as a joke. Uh, The minute you refresh, something else will be there. I just don't know what. It's always worth checking as the weeks go on. Now, last year, Al, to finish, I did make a joke to try and get me blagging the DJ slot. Sadly, the call never came. Um, So I'm still... uh, (laughs) That reaction says it all. It's not going to come this year either. Um, Never say never, Al. Um, But I actually did do something, and I thought I'd test your knowledge here and tie these things in. Because at the Fringe Festival, I did... Edinburgh's quickest pub quiz um, All right. which it was uh, was a sellout just actually doing the fringe was just something I wanted to tick off on my bucket list Hogmanay is on there but I'll um, I'll keep that on my list for a little bit longer so I kind of thought Al, I'll give you three quick questions Hogmanay related and I promise you you should get these right okay so no pressure right, question one it. on Hogmanay's quickest pub quiz with contestant Al true or false Kissing someone at midnight is supposed to stop someone being lonely in the new year that will follow. Is that true or false? Oh, that's such a big part of this whole thing. It's got to be true. It is absolutely true. So if you snog someone at midnight, you should have a great new year. Uh, How true that will be, I don't quite know. Question number two. Scots traditionally, so people in Scotland traditionally sing what tune at midnight? We pride ourselves on this moment as soon as the fireworks done and it's always amazing when everybody joins in. It might not even be your first language, but everyone gives it a go. But the universal New Year song, Old Lang Syne. Absolutely correct. And just anyone trying to do that whole like handshake thing, especially after you've had a few, I'm just like all over the place with that. So um, that's always quite comical to see. And final question, Al, on the quick pub quiz for Hogmanay. It's a special. In what year did the Hogmanay event first happen? And we touched on it before with a crowd of roughly 300,000 people. The year in question? 1993 was the kickoff year. Correct. Three out of three, Al, well done. I would have been in trouble if I'd got any of those wrong, as to be said. Totally knowledge built from 30 years of history of Hogmanay. Well, Al, it's been a pleasure. I really hope we can speak again. Actually, to be fair, hopefully I'll be able to bump into you at some stage. Cause, uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And look, thank you so much again for uh, for having us and letting us talk about Hogmanay. It's always good fun. It's a pleasure and it is a brilliant event. Full details, Insta and X, it's at Ed Hogmanay. Edinburgh'sHogmanay.com is a great website to check out if you're listening to this and you know you're going and you've got your tickets in the bag or you're thinking about going check it out because it is a great way to see out 2023 and see in 2024 al i wish you all the best and uh, i'll wish you a happy christmas and all the best for the new year thanks johnny you too